Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Discovering Infinite Grace with Meg Amato on the Star Nations Radio Network. Welcome everyone, and thank you for joining me this evening. Um, welcome to all of you that are listening to me live and, and joining our guest, Louie, um, and those of you who are catching us in the archives at a later time. I'd like to thank Neshi for helping me out here in the Blog Talk studio to produce the show for me this evening. Um, and I just wanted to, before we start the show, with everything that's going on in the world, would just like everyone to take just a few moments um, to think about the uh, natural disasters that people are um, dealing, currently dealing with today, um, with, you know, our prayers to Puerto Rico and Mexico um, and the different earthquakes and um, hurricanes in Florida and Texas and the forest fires that are, you know, currently um, uh, alarming the different areas in, in the country, like Montana and California and Colorado. If we could just take a moment, um, we all know that uh, when two or more are gathered in prayer, that those prayers um, uh, can create miracles, um, whether it is just reaching that one person who is praying very hard to find comfort um, and help support, um, relief, and worry about their families um, because of the inability to contact a lot of their family members. So if we could just send those good thoughts out, um, it's a wonderful place to start tonight, especially with our talk about the angels. Um, So tonight I have a really um, special guest that I um, enjoy very much. I enjoy his work. I enjoy um, his understanding and his love uh, and reverence for the angels, um, for Jesus, for Mother Mary. And he has a wonderful sense of humor. Um, he does, um, anybody that meets him or has an opportunity to um, interact with him, whether it's through readings, his workshops, or his uh, private business of um, being a cosmetologist, um, knows that um, their day will be brighter and their vibration will be higher and you'll feel um, instant love because he just gives it out so freely from his heart. And um, um, I would like to just let you know, Louie is a healing apprentice. Um, he will, can be heard on um, 12listen.com, which he's an advisor there. Um, and he also has a radio show called The Healing Apprentice. Um, he's an angelic teacher, and we're going to talk to him tonight um, because he also has uh, a book that he co-authors with um, some other men, um, and it's called The Warrior Men with Angel Wings, and it's stories of love, hope, faith, courage, um, and angels. And it's um, right now, on, uh, it'll be soon to be ordered on the Kindle edition, and you can uh, look for that in Amazon.com. Um, and the author that compiled all of these stories um, is Sunandi Sturgeon. And uh, Nessie will put that in the, the uh, blog talk radio for us. And I guess with all that that I have to say, Nessie, if you can um, welcome Louie into the program. Hello. <laughs> hey, you're there. Okay, good. Yes, it's always here. Those awkward how, little transitions. How, it's okay. It's okay. How are you? Good. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing so fantastic. Doing fantastic. I'm so happy to be here. And thank you for that introduction. That was so sweet of you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Can, um, speaking of the book, so that we can get that out of the way, because I, I would like sure. people to know about it, because um, can you tell me a little bit? I didn't know how many authors, um, how many 
authors are in there, but how did you get approached for that? And obviously you got bit by the writing bug to agree to do that. And can you tell me a little bit about the book? Sure. Uh, well, <clears throat> the book was compiled by Cindy. Uh, I was introduced to her um, because I, did, I was on another radio show uh, with uh, another um, individual called uh, Bernadette, and she's out in Ireland. And uh, she hooked me up with her. She goes because I believe there was a book of um, angel war, angel uh, women warriors. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the same thing, but they had the female uh, book come out first, and then they asked if I would do it. So I called, and I collaborated with Cindy, and she was phenomenal. She goes, uh, you know, write me up some paragraphs, and uh, we'll put it, compile it together with a bunch of other guys that are in the book. I believe there's about I would say between eight and eleven. I'm don't I'm, don't quote me on it because I don't have all the, uh, mm-hmm. you know the the paperwork in front of me. But there's about a good I would say uh, about a dozen men that are in the book to uh, write about uh, angels and their experiences and stuff like that. And it was it's really good, cool. And if it can help anybody, I'm so happy to be, you know, out there. I never thought I would ever write a you know in a book ever. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> angels well, have a I way of doing things. They just well, I think do. it's great. Like people like you being of you know being male of course because i know like um star nations you know they're starting to incorporate a lot more um topics and discussions and they also at their academy you know offer uh, men's exclusive workshops for spirituality and you know helping men get in having a a place to go uh for that so i i i love this trend of where uh, men like yourself are mm-hmm. writing on topics like these um, to help facilitate other men that are out there looking for that. Because usually, you know, I know the classes that I go to, there's usually the one token male that mm-hmm. is, you know, surrounded by um, a bunch of women all the time. And so it's nice to see that there's an opening and um, interest in, I guess, forums for them to collect, connect with um, the spiritual pieces too as well for an outlet for them. So I think that's really neat. And you'd be surprised. I call them the closet men that are hiding their, you know, spirituality <laughs> of angels, and they're afraid to talk mm-hmm. about it because, you know, they think mm-hmm. it's like too feminine for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I, they approach me all the time. They, they're basically, you know, proud of me. They go, I can't believe you don't. You just, you know, speak what's on your mind. And I'm at the gym, and I'm at, you know, I'm at a burly gym. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, you know, and they call me, you know, angel boy. So it's okay. I, you know, I take it with a light grain of salt. But they approach me. Yeah. They they say there's something yeah. to it, you know. They and these are guys, you know, yeah. you know, doctors, lawyers, you know, cops, uh, firemen, uh, you name it, uh, truck drivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just uh, phenomenal how they approach me and talk to me and they want to share their experience with their angels and uh, you know mm-hmm. how they're they're connected because you know there's a lot of men out there that are afraid to talk about it. Men are afraid. They're just afraid that they're going to be judged or be called out for some weird odd reason. It's more comfortable for women to talk about angels and write about angels and, you know, speak their mind about angels because there's such a feminine aspect to it. Uh, but mm-hmm. in actuality, in the Bible, um, angels were males before they became females, to be totally honest. Uh, if I do my history in angelology, angels mm-hmm. in the Bible and the Quran were all male, even in the, uh, a lot of religions, they're all male, all male. I think it was in the Renaissance time in the in the 17th or the 18th century, whenever Renaissance were you know uh, took place, was when um, oh, where Christmas and all that kind of stuff started happening, and they started feminizing the angels. So now we have both men and women angels, but basically angels don't have um, a sex per se. They're you know mm-hmm. they're you know androgynous by all means, mm-hmm. but. Um, we tend to uh, label them as a male or a female because we need to have a way of connecting, which is fine. Uh, I, I call it the feminine energy or the male energy, or the angel could come in with a lot of feminine energy, or an uh, angel could come in with a lot of masculine energy, you know, because um, mm-hmm. I talk about Archangel Gabriel, and it was funny because we were talking about Mother Mary, um, and about that is uh, Archangel Gabriel is so anonymous for the connection to Mother Mary. So people ask me, how do I connect to Mother Mary? I said, just call on Archangel uh, Gabriel. Oh, just call on Mary herself, of course. But the the go-to angel is Archangel Gabriel because she's such a connection to the Annunciation, uh, which is in the you know the Christmas story uh, in the mm-hmm. Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, and in Latin, uh, she's called the Regina of Angelorium, which means Queen of Angels. You know, she mm-hmm. has the fortes of heaven. Um, she's the one that 
brings all the legions of angels together to keep the choir singing because they say women um, angels and male angels, when you meet them, they have such a high vibration, but their vibration is so high that it sounds like a song or music. Mm-hmm. It's written, mm-hmm. uh, Beethoven, Bach, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, you name the, the, the time of those famous piano players back in mm-hmm. the time. They wrote these beautiful pieces and sonnets, and they're played today, and there's such an angelic aspect to that music. You know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it's and it heals. It has a you know like baby Einstein for children how to you know have children sleep and calm them down and play some you know classical music with these love sonnets. It's just amazing how the energy of that music is completely uh, um, uh, amazing to you know heal children or calm mm-hmm. people down when you hear the music mm-hmm. or the or the note mm-hmm. of the music or the vibration of the music. Um, but Going back to the book, um, it, it was I was asked and I did it. I never thought I would do it. I put my you know my nose to the grind, and I just you know meditated and started writing. And I mean I had my moments where I had like um, blocks of you know my writing right is just the right thing to write. And I just said you know what, let it flow, let it go. And I just submitted. Um, actually, I submitted two stories. I had um, one to help men connect with um, the masculine and feminine, the, you know, the, um, the conscious, the subconscious, um, masculine and feminine, also about how the connection with the angels and spirituality, how it all coexists together, um, you know, because we, you know, we kind of tend to feminize it, or uh, we can masculinize it, you know, with the religion being so masculine, you know, with, you know, the priest and God, because and, God has a masculine uh, footnote. And I tell everybody when I say, you know, when in the New Age world, when I say God, I mean God as plural, to save, you know, me always saying God and Goddess, God and Goddess, you know, <laughs> or to yeah, say the omnipresent, yeah. or you know. So mm-hmm. I, I say that a lot, even when I teach teach it or talk about it in classes. I, I wind up telling everybody that when I do say God, just add an S, you know, add the Goddess to it because I just, it's plural, it's for both, right. you know, it's for yep. the both, because it just mm-hmm. makes my, you know, life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But. And I'm happy. I, I, I don't know where the book's going to go, but I hope it does great. I hope everybody, you know, signs up for it because I hear it's only for a dollar if you sign up. Uh, um, you can get yeah. it, submit it, and read it. And it's yeah. a good read. And I'm not the only person that's there. There's a lot of guys that are there, and I'm sure they have wonderful stories to be read. Um, I can't wait to get it myself so I can start reading it because I never got the main copy yet. But I'm mm-hmm. c- certainly going to get it sooner. Probably in October I'm definitely going to get a copy. So I'll read everybody's yeah. story. So I'm excited. Very and excited. at some point in time, when it comes out, I know right now it's in the Kindle vision and Amazon, but it it will be coming out in print. So if people wanted print books, eventually they could contact you. Uh, we yeah, just put your talk, yeah. information up on your website and yeah. your uh, email, because um, that would be like a lot of time for men in my family. I'm always getting them the mug, the shaver, whatever you know. Very um, run out of ideas for Christmas. And this would be this kind of a really nice book for It's a great um, stuffing people. stocker, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Especially for, really nice. for your husband, your boyfriend, mm-hmm. your father, your grandfather, mm-hmm. even your, your nephews. Mm-hmm. son, your nephews. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's something mm-hmm. to give a, a, a boy. So, and, and, yeah. and I also wanted to say women can read it too. I know it's geared towards men, but women can read it and mm-hmm. get the insight of what men think about spirituality. Yeah, you know, there's, yeah. There, there's and an to read it to it. help open a dialogue with them too, you know. You yeah. know, because mm-hmm. we, we, yeah. we have to break these boundaries. Of, you know, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. I know we have to differ to differentiate <laughs> each other, but in, on a spiritual level, it's more like we're brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. We have a uh, uh, we have a divine um, light or a divine angel with us, each and every one of us, and to know mm-hmm. that we're guided and safe. Uh, with mm-hmm. that knowledge of knowing that we're connected to, you know, the supreme being and how God made these angels for us to talk to, chat with, and know that we're not alone. You know, we're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I always looked at the angels when I started to learn more about them um, past my Catholicism, you know, because we usually have the three, you know, St. Michael, St. Raphael, and Gabriel. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, understanding that the angels were essences and energy and vibrations of god and um that 
it's not that we worship them. We use them as if we were to use the saints with the inter- intercessions um, to yes. go to God for us because they, they're, you know, angels are closer to God's ear. You know, it made us give us comfort that to know that we truly had a mailman or, or a messenger to help exactly. us with. And even, you know, uh, with Mary, a lot of people didn't understand how we as Catholics uh, looked at her and, um, you know, a lot of times confusion that we exclusively worship her, but we use her as a mother to the son and her as an inter- intercessory. And if you follow or study um, how we did in the Catholic Church, we understand that Mary totally points um, us to God and to Jesus. And um, it's, you know, through her devotion to her. So um, it's that nice mother kind of um understanding or like you said the divine feminine and um so if i remember that you had told me something about um one your grandfather he was the one that was kind of the one who introduced you uh to be devotional to mary um when you would go to church and light candles and could you tell me a little bit about that sure <clears throat> the my fondest memory of my grandfather which is my dad's dad um, so mm-hmm. basically, he passed on his lineages. I, you know, I have his first name and I have his last name. So it's pretty, you know, all the all the the lose in the family have it. And it's really funny, but I remember him taking me to church, and when I was a little boy, at between the ages of four, five, six, and seven, from what I remember, because um, it's I, I I have fond memories of it where. There was a time when you can go to church and light candles because today, you know, in the United States, it's all electric um, because, you know, you know, for, of course, for safety reasons and everything like that. But it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same vibe like I did when I went to Europe and you would light candles in the cathedrals and you felt the energy of those candles burning. You know, it's just phenomenal. Anyway, so what happened was my grandfather would always help, always had me hold the wick. Now, which the wick is, is this long stick that you can light on the end. And then he would lean me into um, uh, over the railing where you can light a candle, which he purchased, of course, and you put it on there, and I get to light it. And then he would just pray to the Blessed Mother in the church. And I would ask him questions, who's that? You know, why is she? You know, why is she our mom? Don't I have a mom? Don't you have a mom? And what he told me was Mother Mary basically becomes your surrogate mom when you lose your mom in your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that stayed with me for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather, those words, as, even though I was a young child, I still remember them. When my mother did pass away, because uh, my mother mm-hmm. died of an aneurysm, so it was a shock to the family back in the, early, in the late 90s. And what mm-hmm. happened was that when I was at a church, I remember my grandfather said, you know, when I went to church, I went to go light a candle. Well, actually, I put a coin or a dollar, and I had to push a button to light the candle because they were electric. <laughs> And I just looked at the Blessed Mother in the church, and I just said, I forever will be indebted to you. You are now my mom. You are my mother now. And Mm -hmm. that healed me by all means. Like Mm -hmm. all the mourning, all the crying, all the missing, all the sadness completely Mm -hmm. just went away. And this Mm -hmm. is way before I got into all the angel stuff. Like, you know, I mean, I've known angels since I was a kid. But you're Mm -hmm. talking to me when I was in my late 20s. So I call it the blackout years where I just was doing my own thing. You know, Mm -hmm. it was not until my early 30s I started to read up on angels and get involved with angels. You know, my wife and her girlfriend got me involved with angels. And it just Mm -hmm. opened up this whole thing. And all of a sudden I had this memory of myself when I was younger, the connection I had with angels. I would mm-hmm. play with them. I would talk to them. And, you know, my mom and my grandfather just let me do, you know, like, you know, to them they were, I don't know, maybe they didn't see it, but I had angels as playmates as a child. They yeah, had tell wings. Me about they Gabby. Had... Oh, <laughs> tell Gabby, me about Gabby. Gabby yeah. is, oh, the story, that's in the book. I, uh, if you guys get the book, it's in there. I wrote a, um, a chapter about Gabby and how Gabby got me through my whole life as a child and my teenage years and until today, this very day, I still have a connection to, to Gabby, my, my childhood friend. I had this angel, her name was Gabby, and I realize now that this girl Gabby was uh, Gabrielle, you know, Gabriel, mm-hmm. um, and she would play with me, and she told me that she couldn't be with me, and when I was younger, I would tell my mother, and I would cry like crazy, like I, my friend left me and all that kind of stuff. But as a kid, you don't understand it. 
as an adult, mm-hmm. you get it, you know. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, that it she left back. me. Yeah. It's just that she couldn't be with me to show herself physically to me as a child. She needed to mm-hmm. go back to heaven or go back to the realm where she came from to be more of a support system to everyone else who's calling on her. You understand? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I respect her for that. By you know, by all means, I respect her for that. But this angel, you know, I always I know when she's present. And the funny thing about it is, Meg is I could feel her with us now. Yeah, I, I well, it's her. funny because, yeah, I could, yeah, when you started, when I started to ask, I could feel the energy come in, yeah. You know, so yeah. that's her. That yeah. energy that yeah. you're feeling is her, so I'm yeah. telling you, it's yeah. amazing. And the funny thing is that I never equated Archangel Gabriel and Mother Mary as a child, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, their connection until I was in catechism. And I started, mm-hmm. you know, when Catholicism, you know, catechisms when you're, I think, the age of uh, four, 13, 14, 15, 16, where you go to someone's house and they start teaching you passages of the Bible and um, mm-hmm. all the seven sacraments and what it entitles and what you have to do mm-hmm. with it, whether you want to go into nunhood uh, for, the, for the girls or if you want to go into priesthood for the boys. You know, that's basically mm-hmm. what they're doing is prepping you for that, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, venture in life. But anyway, mm-hmm. to get back to that, um, the, the 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 funny story is is that I always had this ornate connection with the divine feminine, the goddess, you know, and my connection to the goddess energy is Mother Mary. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do not, I cannot go without any Christmas or any Easter without watching a story with Mother Mary in it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If anyone is, I, I can't think of the name of the. There's DVDs, or you can, well, not as DVDs, you can, Saint you can just. Yeah, yeah St. Saint Bernadette, Bernadette is a beautiful yeah. story of the Blessed Mother because um, that is the Immaculate Conception. And mm-hmm. I went to Lourdes years ago. I went to Lourdes and I went to the um, two, I went to two churches, and no, three churches actually, one in Spain, uh, one mm-hmm. in um, France, uh, two in France, and one is in Paris. And the one in Paris is the, the uh, Immaculate Conception the, the, where the nun, Mother Mary preached um, to a nun, and she made the medallion that is worn by everyone today. Mm-hmm. The imprint of the Mother Mary of the Malacharist Mother, where she is uh, on the, the world, and she steps on the, on the serpent snake. And then mm-hmm. I, around it, it says, um, Mother Mary, you know, protect us, the Immaculate Conception, and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. and on the back is this, the, the M and the cross and the crown that's on the back of the medallion. Well, anyway, that was by this nun in Paris. And I went to that church. Oh, my God. I have to tell you the energy I felt. I felt warmth in my feet in the church when I walked in. Like, my mm-hmm. feet were hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it wasn't from walking. It was just the energy where my feet got hot. And I wasn't sweating or anything, but I felt that love of the Blessed Mother in that church. Um, and then when I went to Lourdes, um, I felt her presence more at the grotto, not in the church itself, but when I went mm-hmm. to the grotto and I put my hands on on the on the on the rock that was there, I, I just yeah. felt her energy in, in, in the south of France, um, in that town of Toulouse, which was phenomenally amazing. That was one breathtaking experience that I had. And it's funny because I didn't buy anything when I was there, but I did buy uh, Mother Mary praying, and it goes on my I have it right by my nightstand. It's just it's a thing that you're supposed to put on the wall. It's like a a three-dimensional, her praying and looking to the side. It's really beautiful. I have that in my room. I I keep that with me. Um, I remember purchasing a uh, beautiful uh, yard row from the mother of the Blessed Mother. It's a a bust. It's her head with her hand on her heart. Um, I gave that to my mother for Christmas many, many years ago, which I kept to this very day. Because um, I kept it, because my mom passed, so I kept it because I, you know, I felt like it was for me. I, that's on my night, my nightstand and my night table, and it's always, with, always been with me. So I have, like, uh, Meg, I really have this connection with uh, uh, Mother Mary. Mm-hmm. So it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing, and it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing to know that you can be. It's a safe place to be, and it's, yeah. and it's okay. Like it's okay to uh, pray to her and ask for her because she does intercede in prayer. She's very powerful yeah. energy, very yeah. pow- powerful. Yeah. Yep, yep, I agree. So tell me a little bit about um, Archangel Michael, like um, how you um, got introduced or how you experienced Archangel Michael. Archangel Michael, Michael? absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, when I was a young kid, growing up, I went to a school called San Miguel, 
which was a, ca- a Catholic school on the island of Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico where I would go like um, three time, three months of the year, I would go to the island. So if I was on the island, January, February, March, I would be in school there while my mother was going to college. I was, uh, you know, my grandmother would watch us, I had my aunts and my cousins and everything. So it's a different upbringing like in America where you have to go get a babysitter. Um, on an island, you're raised by all the females in the household. They, you know, you could like you could leave your child in that house, and you know you can do whatever you want. Leave for three days and come back. The baby is fed, the baby's clothed, and the baby's put to sleep. You know, it's like you don't have to worry about that. It's a culture thing mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. compared to America, where you have to find a babysitter, or you know, like um, the dynamics of the family's all broken up, and you know, brothers and sisters move to different states, so no one can really be together to raise. You know, it takes a village to raise a child. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there's a lot of truth to that. Mm-hmm. So. With that in mind, my mom had a really strong connection to St. Michael. I did not know St. Michael as, um, uh, as an angel. I knew, no, I knew he was an angel, but it was more mm-hmm. as a saint over than as an archangel. That's what I wanted to get yeah, at. Yeah, correct. Yep. Okay, Me that's too. what I meant to yep. say. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, you're, you I know understand what you meant, what, yeah. Okay, so yeah, you understand that's what how I was about. introduced to me as well. Mm-hmm. Like St. You know, Raphael, St. Uh, Gabriel, and Saint right, Michael. exactly. Yep. So, yep. because I guess they wanted to um, sainthood them more, because I know that, you know, one of the, I, I don't know which pope canonized them, because there's a lot of canonization. Even Mother Mary was canonized as the being the mother of God, and, you know, the, mm-hmm. the church allowed people to pray to Mother Mary, because at the time, um, I don't know what century it is, I, I, I should have took the notes on that, I think I do have it here somewhere, but there was a certain time, there was a post that, uh, a pope, I meant to say, that allowed people to pray to Mother Mary because there was a huge flock of people who would literally pray to the Blessed Mother, mm-hmm. you know, and they would just supersede the church. Like, no one would go to church. They would just pray to the Blessed Mother. So to make a long story short, I'm going back to St. Michael. St. Michael, um, my mother bought me, purchased me a beautiful statue. I must have been about 14 years old. I have it to this day. It's in my kitchen over my refrigerator. So I know it's funny. What, my friends, why do you have – that's where I want them. It's up, the refrigerator is very high. I have nothing on top of the refrigerator but the Archangel, the St. Michael statue next to a beautiful vase from, uh, from Paris, France. So it's just one of those things. So when you walk into my house, the first thing you see is Archangel Michael. It's like when you walk into the dining room in the kitchen. So anyway – so I, I like candles to him. I pray to him because of my mom. My mom always taught me to pray to Archangel Michael for protection. If you pray to mm-hmm. Archangel Michael, you will always be protected. And all this stuff growing up, so whenever I would go out, I would always have Archangel Michael. Like if I'm in the car, Archangel Michael. If I go somewhere and I feel it's unsafe, Archangel Michael. You know, so it's like something that stayed with me mm-hmm. growing up as a kid from my mom. Yeah, it's just that instant, clear knowing, um, calling on the archangel, that that protection of God mm-hmm. is is coming, and it's there, yes. and it's quick, and um, yeah. Um, well, we do have how to about, say, I do pray. I do pray to Archangel Michael. I, you know, I hate mm-hmm. to say this, but I do resonate more with Michael, more and more. But when yeah. I really need the guns, like the guns, I go right mm-hmm. to the, mess, the Blessed Mother. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, because I know mm-hmm. she's there with me, you know. I mean, it's funny because yep. I do, we're not allowed, you're not allowed to have rosaries on your rearview mirror of your car because, you know, you can get a ticket for that. But I do, um, I used to have a, a, a rosary on there, and I carry the rosary because of my grandma. Mm-hmm. She told me as long as you hold the rosary and carry the rosary, you will always be watched by her and the angels, they never leave uh, your side. I had a priest that, you know, once told me that he said he didn't like when people put them on. You know, he'd always say, don't put them on your review mirror. Um, they are much better use in your hands mm-hmm. <laughs> than hanging on your mirror. It's funny because I use it for protection. Like, I'd say my car yeah, and I know yeah, it's in no, my that's, car. That's exactly you know? what we did. Yeah, we put the yeah. St. Christopher medals and the yeah, yeah. and um, even that's the prayer cards. That's thing. That's I know. And even, even, do you have the prayer cards around your mirror at home? Like, I, I we have mm-hmm. always, you know, put the prayer cards around our, um, you know, I usually have the Mother Mary and I have um, Archangel I, Michael. And, you know, I used to put them around our mirrors all the time. I have, funny thing, I have, uh, it's funny you're talking about mirrors. In the shop, in the salon, <clears throat> I have the Blessed Family 
So that's Mary, St. Joseph, and Baby Jesus mm-hmm. in the salon. I have mm-hmm. I have St. Judas by my station in the salon mm-hmm. to watch over my fan, finances and money. I have and if, and if haircuts come out bad too, just for hopeless cases, just in case. Well, actually, actually, there's two saints that are for Saint Dunius and Saint. Oh, I can't think of Julian. I think that I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm not messing this up. Um, but those are the two. They're twin brothers. They're the saints of uh, for the barbers. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then at at home because we have a saint I, for everything in Catholicism. Oh, there's a saint for every. There's a saint for illness. There's a saint for your. We didn't want to leave your, anything out. Or they don't the exactly. If there's something wrong, there's a saint for it. Absolutely. Um, there's this really funny story. My wife wanted to surprise me with a Saint Francis statue, Saint Francis. So I open up the box, and there's Saint Francis on the box, like the picture of Saint Francis with you know the, the deer and the birds and everything. So as I open the box, as I pull out the statue, which is going in my garden in front of my house by um, by a pond that I have, it was Saint Anthony. So mm-hmm. Isabel was very upset because it wasn't the proper saint, and I'm like, Isabel, it's okay. The similarities of St. Anthony and St. Francis are so close, it goes beyond words, mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put St. Anthony, I went, when I was in catechism, or when I was in, in I should say, uh, Catholic school, I should say, I had St. Anthony, that was my homeroom, the St. Anthony homeroom. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he came to us, he's, you know, and, 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 I, and, I, and when I prayed to him, it's like, you know, because, he, you know, he's the saint of lost articles. But it's okay. It's okay, you know, because St. Francis is for the animals and your, your pets. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. really, um, I, I really shine with St. Anthony, and I don't know why. I just know he's he's the monk with the bald head and holding baby Jesus. But that's how yeah. I remember him. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the dude with the bald head. I always said that growing up. Yeah, I got to go to the classroom with the dude with the bald head. That's my homeroom. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That's so funny. Yep, we always used to for Saint Anthony when we lo- would lose things, we would pray. But the Italians would always say, um, "Tony, Tony, look around, something's lost that yes. must be found." Yep, Tony, and, Tony, um, look around. Yep. Yeah, and everybody would be like, "What?" You know. Um, and, that works. Yeah, that's, yeah. So, I mean, and, I, and it was. I I never would believe half of the things that you know. I'm just I'm just putting this out there. Uh-huh. The miracles that the saints can bring in someone's life. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. putting that out, and because they walked, they walked in that contemplative prayer uh, right. with God, and they their they lives sacrificed were, so much. Yeah, even their, Padre their Pio, like were, Padre, Padre Pio, was mm-hmm. right now. I would say the latest saint next to Saint mm-hmm. Teresa, but the mm-hmm. you know Padre Pio was very big. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. when Padre Pio passed away, and then mm-hmm. you know they canonized him as a saint. Not even mm-hmm. I don't think they gave him a, a lot of time. Like they didn't wait on him. They canonized him quickly, as compared mm-hmm. to Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa, they took forever to canonize. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's amazing how. Like I, I mean, I'm talking about the Roman Catholic Church. This is you know what they do. But I remember right. going to church and there he was, Padre Pio, right there in the flesh, right there um, uh, on on, on a, a painting in the church, and I saw a flock of people. Praying to the saint, it was. Fun. I, I was amazed. I was so. Yeah, his story is, the, is magnificent. The saint of miracles. Me, yeah. I believe. I think he's the saint of miracles because mm-hmm. he he had the stigmata in his hand, mm-hmm. and he would wear mm-hmm. the gloves to cover his stigmata because they mm-hmm. it would um they said it was uh, it would bleed or something like that. Because usually a lot of saints have stigmatas, so it's some mm-hmm. some weird thing with that stigmata thing with the church. You know, they had to go and have that all proved, but. Like you were saying with all the saints, like Saint Joseph, if you bury him in the front to sell your home, you sell, you know your house will sell. Uh, if you're looking for a house, have Saint you know uh, Joseph with you to find your home. Um, Mother Mary, when you get married, if you want it to rain, take a statue of Mother Mary, put it in your front window. Of or the, the rosary on your clothesline. Of the mother of the bride's house, have in mm-hmm. her bedroom window, facing mm-hmm. out, and it won't mm-hmm. rain. And I, it was I, I never forget September 28th. 2001, me and Isabel got married in a cathedral in Paris, France. Uh, actually, not Paris. I, I, let me correct myself. In, in a town called Montjoly, the church that the cathedral that we were married in was the model of, of, of Notre Dame. That was the model. They built this church. was the first church, the model, and then they made Notre Dame. You get what I'm saying? It was the mod, they made that church first, and then they built Notre Dame. 
following this church. Okay. So when that day, I remember waking up and they said the forecast was going to rain. I'm like, oh, my God. I remember someone telling me, like one of my clients, and she's an Italian lady. It's so funny that I'm getting all my advice from an Italian lady, but it's funny. I said, "Get, do you have a statue of Blessed Mother? And then my mother-in-law, uh, Mary Claus, said, yes. I said, can you put her in front of your uh, bedroom window? And she said, sure. And she did, and guess what? Uh, when, it didn't rain. It did. It was, we had, no, it, we had a cloud. Mm-hmm. It was cloudy. Mm-hmm. It didn't mm-hmm. rain. We had mm-hmm. photos in the morning. The sun opened up. We had beautiful, you know, sun morning pictures of me and Isabel, to, you know, by the field, by all this stuff. And then we got into the car. We got to church. We got married. We made our vows. Then we went to um, the reception area, and it didn't rain. We had fireworks. Oh, that night that my father blew all these fireworks. Wait, hold on. Then the next day, when it was all said and done, torrential downpour. Torrential downpour the very next day, and they said on the news that it was going to rain the day of our wedding. So my father, mm-hmm. my my father-in-law's birthday is um, tomorrow, so mm-hmm. we celebrated his birthday, but it was a torrential downpour. And then we were laughing. <laughs> I'm like, well, you should have put Mother Mary in, in the in your bedroom window. You shouldn't have took her down. <laughs> it was so funny. It really was. But funny. it's true. It's like you know, moms. They want nothing more for their children to be happy and to have occasions and and nurturing and all the things that, you know, Mother Mary does for all of us, um, you know, globally. And um, and it's those kinds of motherly things that um, are beautiful to remind us that we are loved by Creator. And um, I, just, I just love everything about it. And, and it, it does bring me, you know, great strength to have a relationship uh, with her. Um, so I want to ask you. Um, sure. It, if you know people are starting to you know study or be inquisitive about angels what what is the best way in which you find um to you know use your use the angels or begin to um start a relationship with the angels i mean usually i teach people um you know about the usually four um, major archangels, um, and I will use, you know, sometimes Archangel Ariel for for nature. Um, mm-hmm. how, how do you how do you introduce people that are are new into understanding? Um, sure, relationships Absolutely. with the angels. Well, the, the, my my I first of all I tell my clients or my students I should say to have a relationship with your guardian angel first. Mm-hmm. Your personal angel, the angel that was assigned to you the day you were born, and then the day you pass on when you transition into heaven, you have an angel to take you there. We have two mm-hmm. angels, okay? Now, when you start having a conversation with your guardian angel, then you can start opening up with Archangel Michael for protection and Archangel Gabriel for communication and Archangel Raphael for healing. You know, when I go to the doctor's office, the first guy I call in, my guns are out. Emerald green light, please, you know, Archangel Raphael, bring me your wisdom like you did to Tobias in the, in, in, in the Talbot. That's a story in the Talbot. I do, I, I'm, on the radio show many, many years ago, I did a, a whole story on Tobias, how he called on to Raphael, and Raphael, God uh, uh, assigned him, this is Tobias' guardian angel, who helped him heal his father and heal his wife from the demons and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, that's the story of Archangel Raphael, how he became the healer because he used the fish, something in the fish to heal his father's eyes. So Mm -hmm. Tobias listened to the angel, went to the river, got the fish, took the guts out, took the guts, put it on his eyes, and then his father can see again because Tobias loved his father so much. That his father, you know, because I, I don't know what he did to get, lose his eyesight. I don't remember the story so well because right now it's not fresh in my mind. But something happened, so now he can see again. So then this angel became the healing angel uh, in today's, uh, today's, you know, right now. And then uh, Archangel Gabriel is all about communication because Archangel, whether you wanted to be male or female, for me, I resonate with Archangel Gabriel as a female. Even though in the Bible mm-hmm. it's a male angel that comes to Mother Mary and Joseph, uh, you know, mm-hmm. to take them out of harm's way. And the, this angel found the tavern for uh, Mother Mary to, you know, open up the heart to the men at the end to let Mother Mary and uh, St. Joseph have the baby Jesus in, you know, the, uh, on the farm or in the cave or wherever Jesus was born mm-hmm. in Nazareth. Then you had um, 
the the my Archangel Michael, who is you know who is like God, whom is like God, I should say, not that he is God, it's just his presence to God mm-hmm. is so strong he is almost mirror like God, but he's mm-hmm. the protector he is the he is the mm-hmm. archangel, he is the warrior angel, he's the one that defends us, protects us, and he's usually associated with firemen and police officers. And mm-hmm. I say truck drivers. I say truck drivers because truck drivers are always on the road. So I tell truck drivers, always have Archangel Michael with you because, you know, you mm-hmm. guys are on the road, just like firemen and policemen. So mm-hmm. that's why, they're, you know, Archangel Michael is the saint to all patrons of the services. So these, how you get to know them is you have a conversation. You talk to them. Like me, I talk to them. Like I talk to them like I would talk to anybody else. Now, I, do pr- I don't pray to them. I pray for them to help me uh, in my invocations to uh, have mm-hmm. God, you know, get my message. And mm-hmm. people would say to me, well, why can't I just go, you know, why can't I just pray to God? I'm like, you can. You can mm-hmm. pray to God. I can pray to God. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's what makes you, what what you're comfortable with, you know. Right. But if you want to get in touch with angels, you can ask God. Go, you know, dear God, can you bring me an angel? Or dear God, can you show me your angels? Because God mm-hmm. made the angels. It's in Genesis, the first part of Genesis. He created everything on earth and everything in the heavens. And in the mm-hmm. heavens, He created out of nothing. Created angels, you know. And, and angels I, I believe- are full of love they're just full of love there's not i mean i know there are bad angels because you know i don't want to sugarcoat this you know the story so much on angels there are bad angels but mm-hmm. we're talking about the good angels the angels right. that god made the god, you know not the, the angels that were cast away but the mm-hmm. angels that god the angels that stayed with god and protect god and protect all this hum, humanity and archangel michael is the human the humanitarian i can say that word help me out humanitarian Yes, humanitarian. Thank you. The humanitarian mm-hmm. angel. He watches mm-hmm. over the world, you know, mm-hmm. watches over the world, watches over us, protects us from, mm-hmm. you, know, cause, you know, the things that we're so afraid of, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, if you have this belief system of the devil and evil and bad things. You know, mm-hmm. I believe in negativity. I believe in, you know, certain energies are love. I believe that there's some, you know, but what you do is if you feel these things, you call on Archangel Michael to come and protect you to, you know, cast away anything that's negative in your life, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, we also have to understand, Meg, that we do live in a world of duality. Without, you know, light, there's no darkness. Without any darkness, right. there's no light, you know. Mm-hmm. So if we're happy, you're going to be sad, mm-hmm. you know. If you laugh, you know, if you laugh, you're going to cry, mm-hmm. you know. If you're cold, you're going to, you know, you're going to be hot. So mm-hmm. we live in a duality world, and we cannot walk away from anger. We cannot walk away from sadness. We cannot walk away from stress. We cannot walk away from anxiety because we need to feel these energies. We need to feel it so we can step into it. And, you know, if you're really sad, feel sad. Because you know what? Like my grandma would always say, when we laugh, when we used to laugh really hard, she's like, you're going to cry really hard one day. Or if you're crying really hard, she goes, oh, my God, one day you're just going to laugh your stomach off. You know, like mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like there's, an, uh, there's polarities. And angels do right. that. They, mm-hmm. they, they, they muster up the courage that we need. They help us get through the downtime. They help mm-hmm. us get through the struggles. They help us get through the worries. They help us get through the fear. If we can't feel that, we can't, we just, you know, like they say, the old tradition, I always say it all the time, let go, let God. When you let go, you let God, everything is possible. But basically mm-hmm. letting go is like just surrendering to the universe and saying, you know what, I give up, I can't do this no more. What can I do? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying not to work. You know, you have to work at the stuff that you do. But right. you, like my mother, my mother always said to me, tomorrow is another day. Today is over. There's nothing you can do about it. Close your eyes, wake up tomorrow, tomorrow, and start all over again. You know, and mm-hmm. I live by that. I live by that because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Angie, my mom, she was just one of those women that uh, she mustered through everything. You know, she went to college uh, with two children. She, you know, she had me at 17 years old. So, mm-hmm. and back in the day, having, you know, someone at 17 was a taboo. You know, but my father married her. My father was 24 at the time. He had me. Then she had my brother, and she raised us. And she went to school. And but I thank God I had my grandmother. And I never, you know, people say, "How could your mother?" Because it wasn't like that. It's different. You know, it wasn't like you know my mother neglected me. I never had that feeling that she neglected me. I knew she was going to school, because my grandmother and my aunt had so much love that I never had to miss her. 
Now, of course, I didn't cry. I'm not going to say I didn't miss my mom. Of course, I did. But what I'm saying, it wasn't so bad. It wasn't so bad. It wasn't so tragic. You know, I knew I knew my mom was going to come back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) She wasn't Mm going to abandon me. But I remember being a kid, going on an airplane. Uh, I I, I don't know if you remember Pan Am Airlines, but I Mm -hmm. remember the the stewardesses being beautiful from head to toe. Their hair were done, the makeup was done, they had the skirt, they had the little bag. This woman would literally hold my hand and bring me onto the airplane, sat me in the front, and would give me a sandwich and let me play with a flake, you know, like a a metal airplane (laughs) back in the day. I had, like, my Buster Brown shoes, I had my jacket with the little hat. You know, that's the way, that's how they dressed us back in the day. But... (laughs) But what I'm trying to say is is that I never had that fear of of because I had an angel with me. You know, I had Gab, Gabby with me when I was a kid. So it's one of those things. But with anybody else, it's like you can have that same experience, you know. Um, and, and if you're curious, go to a li- your local library and just grab an angel book and just start reading it. There's so many. There's a plethora of authors that write about angels. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been studying angels since I was, oh my goodness, I, I, I must have been studying angels since I was 17 years old. But I never really made it a big, like I didn't make it a big deal about it. I just, I was attracted to the books. And I would just read mm-hmm. the books, put it to the side. Whoever the author mm-hmm. was, I would read the books, put it to the side. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I used to love reading books on near-death experiences and people who survived death and talked about heaven and the angels. And, you know, they saw Meet Jesus yeah. and they saw mm-hmm. Mother Mary and they saw God and they saw, you know, I love a story where a woman talks about where when we die that there's a, there, there are a bunch of angels that are um, basically cocoon us with energy because mm-hmm. of the shock of dying and not realizing that mm-hmm. we're back home again. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was just a phenomenal stories that I read from these people with mm-hmm. that their experience and how they always talked about an angelic being with them or or escorting them, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. why people, you know, we demonize the angel of death, you know, the, you know, the, with the Green Reaper. We make them like this really ugly, scary thing. And when all death is, is a transition. It's a transition mm-hmm. to a different a realm, a different world of love. You know, we mm-hmm. forget that we come from this world of love because that's what a- angels are. God is the epitome of love. Mother Mary, the energy is the epitome of love, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you're in that that mantra of love, it's just, you know, a good, it's a good sight, you know, it's a good feeling. It's just a good vibe that, to be in. Now, we can't be in that vibe all the time because we have to be, you know, of this world, of this earth. Right, you know, we have the physical, yep. Mm-hmm. The, absolutely, you know, because I'm telling you, I don't know about you, Meg, but when you work with angels, sometimes you're like, I need to come down. i got to come down mm-hmm. off this high because, <laughs> you know, because you'll be you'll yeah. be floating all day. Like you're, it's like you're like kind of space. I call it being a space cadet, or mm-hmm. like I. No offense to blondes, I'm not. I'm, I'm like I, I. I'm pulling up Marilyn Monroe right now. All right, I right won't now. take offense. Okay. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying is like, like yeah. my friends, Lou, are you here? What are you talking about? I just talked to you for 30 minutes. Did you hear anything I said? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I didn't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. And now, and then what I do is I kind of break away. Like, if, like, when I do radio shows and my vibration is high, like, I know, Meg, your vibration is high. My, I can feel our energy is super high. When we get off the radio show, I need to pull myself back down. I have mm-hmm. to bring myself back down to the ground. And, you know, whether I put on a little TV or listen to, like, a little bit of music, that's what I wind up doing, and which right. is a good thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, to get back to, to get what back. we're here to experience, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. but it is a wonderful, wonderful place to visit, and and oh, and I do take uh, several times out <laughs> during the day, out of my mind. Be back in five minutes, where I commune with, whether it's Mary, Jesus, the angels, um, just the whole universe, con- consciousness, um, because it is a blissful place to be, and a, a really good reminder and balance um, to balance out what's going on in the world today. So I, I will say that I probably visit there a little more often um, when the times are tough um, just to balance my own um, heart and my own feelings and my mind. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it is a, a wonderful gift. I did want to, before you go, I did want to mention that um, you do do uh, something called free monthly write-ups called the Seraphim Scopes. Yes. And each day... Or is it each? Is it each day, each month? How does that work? I do a monthly 
Angel Horoscope over at OneToListen.com. Mm-hmm. And if you mm-hmm. go there, you just go into the you know, once you open up the page, um, uh, when you go onto the website, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, you're going to see Horoscope. You tap on a Horoscope, uh, tap on the sign, look for my name, and it'll say mm-hmm. Louie. And it'll say Seraphim mm-hmm. Scope, and you tap on that, and then whatever your sign is, it comes right up, and it just tells you your monthly uh, adventure with the angels, what the angels have to say to you. Because I, uh-huh. I, I channel the readings. I'll, I, I, you know, once a month I channel the readings, and I just listen to what the angels have to say for that sign. So if you're Aries, if you're Scorpio, if you're Pisces, if you're Taurus, if you're Cancer, whatever your sign is, it just explains. Instead of being like... Um, uh, a horoscope with you know like with um, where 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 your sign is at. It's more of the angels giving you an you know a little feedback on what's going on in your sign. Mm. For your sign, mm-hmm. for your sign. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I and I love doing it. And that's that I do that I do for free. So that's you, there's no charge for that. I just go there and just you know see what the angels have to say. Yeah, that's a wonderful. That's a good for people that love angels and already know about angels, or those yeah. that are just starting to experience. It's a great resource place to go to kind of slide into something like that. And, there, and, How do you and like, there's a lot of other uh, advisors on there that give their. You know, if you want to click on anybody with your sign, you can go on and see what they have to say as well, because it's a mm-hmm. it's a free part of the of uh, one two the one two family there. That's great. Um, we're getting down to the to the ten minutes before the hour. Okay. I did okay. I did want to ask you if sure. you wouldn't mind um, pulling a card for the group that's listening tonight within the archives and um, give us a little angelic message. If I'm not putting you on sure. the spot because we did you're not really no you're not that. putting on my okay. no I would love to okay. absolutely you're not never putting Meg you're never putting me on the spot this is. I would love to share this with all your listeners. Absolutely. Let's see what the angels have to say. So it's all about emotions. It's all about paying attention to emotions. Know that there's a positive new emotional experience coming your way. Um, it's also having a re-romancing re, uh, again, uh, making your relationship better again, making it uh, your spiritual insight is going to be deep and everlasting. It's all about paying attention to your emotion and just know that your emotion is not going to trigger to do anything you know, that's not kind to you. And it's all about accepting, accepting the spirituality that's coming your way, accepting the love that's coming your way. Uh, just know that, you know, you, you're, you know, no man left behind. You're not going to be left behind on yourself. Um, the Archangel Raphael is all over this, um, and it's healing your emotional status, your mm-hmm. emotional state of mind. Mm, that's a beautiful message, um, mm-hmm. especially because, you know, our emotions – at this time in our life uh, with things that are going on, people are having a hard time balancing yes. them and moving forward with them. But to know from that message, you know, what I take away from that is that it's okay uh, mm-hmm. what you're feeling, but to also know that that change is coming and that, you know, spirit is around us all um, booing us through through the, this time and, and through our emotions. And um, so that, that's a really beautiful, beautiful message. Um, so the seraphim, we know that there's like cherub, seraphim. Can you talk a little bit about mm-hmm. the seraphim, your understanding of them? Yes. The, the seraphims are the six-winged angels. They're the mm-hmm. closest angels to God. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that can dim their light so we can see them and understand them. But once mm-hmm. they vibrate, they go back to God, we don't see them. They kind of diminish and go somewhere else. And that's why they're called the six-wing six wing angels. That's how powerful they are, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, seraphim, uh, they're, they're the ones that are next to God, and they're the only ones mm-hmm. that can go in his – can be around his presence, you know, mm-hmm. as compared to the minions and, like, the virtues and mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the – the, oh, I can't think of the uh, – the, cher- the cherubims. They're all different. Mm-hmm. They're different energies, and, and the dominions are all about dominion over the earth. Those are the angels of the earth. And then you have mm-hmm. the, the virtues. Those are all about the, 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 what you need to say and what's coming your way. Um, and mm-hmm. that, I do that with the nine choirs. I do teach that in, mm-hmm. in courses at my, at my shop. Uh, and people mm-hmm. want because if you really want to get into angels, I break it down and talk about all these other angels and how this um, uh, priest – uh, or monk talked about them and had they had the visitation and he wrote all about the 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 the, her, the 
hierarchy of angels and how the kingdom mm-hmm. is. And there's not, you know, there's nine choirs. There's three, mm-hmm. there's three choirs, but nine uh, dominion, you know, nine uh, levels mm-hmm. to yes. that. You know, yeah. and 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 basically what they do is they help out, they help with our visions. The seraphims help us see our truths within ourselves. Ah, uh, yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and I really like appreciate you um, sharing like all your your stories this evening. Um, oh, thank you. Um, your insight about them and your beautiful stories about your childhood and and um, your Catholic upbringing because I always enjoy talking to people with um came from the same, you know, uh background as as I have. And I also wanted to um invite you sometime back on um this is our last uh broadcast for Discovering Infinite Grace on Blog Talk Radio, but all of Star Nations is now going to be moving um their shows um to um be live TV on Facebook. So Oh, I can't wait. Um, oh, please so I'd be more than happy. So you could to. come yes, back yes. and I would um, love to come back. You'll, you'll have to do your hair and Yes, you know, I have to get my hair cut. Yeah. My hair cuts I, I am I look like a wild person with my hair, so I need a haircut. So <laughs> angels of hair, let's cut my hair. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And maybe you could come back and we can do either some nights for readings for people yeah, that come along on the uh, the Be Live, um, yeah. you know, and, and uh, do something along that line. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, and everybody's okay uh, with your family. Have you been able to get yes, a hold I'm, of your family in Puerto Rico? Co- yes, my cousin reached out to me via Facebook because I don't think they have they can talk on cell phones, but because um, mm-hmm. they have some some some, I guess they they have a generator running. Uh, mm-hmm. And she just plugged into, you know, uh, on her computer and got to uh, it, my everybody's okay, but I'll, I'll feel better when I hear from them. But I'm glad they reached out to me to tell me that they're okay. You know, uh-huh. I do worry about them because, uh, you know, there's so much, you know, the news is just I can't watch the news right now because now they got the reporters there. They said it's really bad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's best to so. probably stay in the place of prayer um, because it can be overwhelming and frightening. And it's not that you yep. want to be ignorant to the news, but sometimes no, no. for people that are sensitive or have loved ones that are over there, it's mm-hmm. best to just hold that that deep prayer and, and um, until that's what you I'm know, doing, holding space. Yeah. that's all I can do. Holding is pray, that beautiful pray, pray, space. Pray, yes. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, and yep. I think that's a, a safe place to be um, yep. at, during this time. And, and and like you said, you know, like I said, it's not like because of you want to be ignorant to it or. Uh, put your head in the sand. It's the most positive way that you can hold space and help your family through that prayer, it's um, just, rather than going it's about to the being place a human. of fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just—it's yeah. about being human and caring yeah. for our fellow brothers and sisters who are in di- in dire need of our help. Um, they're on an island and they're having a hard time. They have all this stuff there, but they're stuck on boats. And mm-hmm. they can't get, and they can't get the stuff from the boats out. And there's some kind of sanction about the gas, and they're trying to get that passed, which they, I believe today they passed. So now they're going to allow other boats to go in with gas to start, you know, helping the generators, especially the hospitals. So it's starting now, eight days later, but it's starting to happen. Oh well, you know? thank God that it's at least um, getting to them now. And yes. I do believe the power of prayer has helped move that along in all channels of, of it getting to them. Um, and um, I'm glad that you at least heard from one of your relatives so that yes. you have um, at least a, some contact. Um, and, again, I thank you for this evening. Oh, and thank you I really for having me on. I hope you do thank come you back so again. I plan on coming a, back again. It was a again, pleasure. Right? All right. Oh, thank That'd you for having awesome. me on. Thank you for having me on. And if anybody needs to reach me, just reach me on onttolisten.com. I'm there all the time. Yep, we put that all out there. Um, it's yes, on it's thank in you. both the chat rooms and the blog chat room and on this little Facebook page. <laughs> thank and, you so um, much. Anybody that, appreciate it. that doesn't get that information, if you just look for me <laughs> on Discovering Infinite Grace, you know, give me a shout-out. I'll make sure you get Louie's information. And um, I hope everybody will join me next month live um, <laughs> and um, starting the new series of uh, Discovering Infinite Grace on Be Live TV and coming and listening in, in a whole different way, in a whole different media. And um, I'm going to be focusing on, you know, how to get in um, touch with you, that inner unicorn. So a lot of my show topics will be 
those who are unicorns and those who want to get in touch with their inner unicorn. Um, my topics will be sort of based and um, thought-driven uh, into that manner as we discover all of the infinite grace that is always surrounding us. Um, so good night, everybody. Thank you very much, Louie, again. And Neshi, thank you for helping me out and all of you that have uh, listened um, tonight and those of you listening in the archives. Thank you for your support. And, hey, I'll see you next month on a whole brand-new uh, media um, so we're we're here in a new way and we're here to stay. So thank you. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed discovering infinite grace with Meg Amato on the Star Nations Radio Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.